is this thing still on? It's been a while. This show's been on hiatus for a couple of months. I told you that Doug and I were going to put something together, the likes of which you had not ever seen before, and I still plan to do that. But it's not going to happen in the immediate future because I've got bigger things on my plate right now. So what I wanted to do was, well, something. And uh, Doug and I started talking, and he said, hey, um... Hey, remember the Deeper Thought podcast you did a couple of years ago? Doug and I decided that we could go through some of those episodes. Over the next several weeks, several months, you're going to get access to what you previously weren't able to. Hopefully, this little provocation will help you sell something that you haven't sold before. And uh, stay tuned for these episodes as they drop week over week. I think you're going to take something away from them. I know you're going to be entertained by them. And uh, I just, I can't wait to talk to you again real soon. My name's Jeff Bajoric, and my career in sales has been a hell of a ride. And I want to bring you along with me. If you prefer to sell things at a premium, if you never want to win a deal on price, rethink the way you sell. Welcome back to the show. My name's Jeff Bajoric. I'm your host. I'm here to help you rethink the way you sell. And this season, we're talking about prospecting. And you're going to rethink the way you prospect. And we're a little more than halfway through now. And we've just gotten into this concept that I'm calling prospect like a pro, right? We, I identified in the first half of this season the eight reasons that you're not creating more opportunities. And now we're getting into some of my frameworks that I teach and helping you understand what needs to happen as it relates to prospecting. Like everybody's got their own way to do it. And I'm not here to tell you you should send emails. I'm not here to tell you you should make phone calls. I'm telling you you should do all of it. But ultimately, you want to find the way that you are going to be the most effective with your prospecting efforts, right? You never sell better than when you sell like you. That means committing to what you know to be the right way for you to do this work. So over the last couple of episodes... I talked with Anthony Anarino. I talked with Sam McKenna. We covered this concept that I call being someone worth talking to and having something worth talking about. I, I think I need a shorter way to say that, but I'm, I haven't found one just yet. So if you think of something, let me know, and I'll hook you up with a T-shirt or something. But uh, looking for some way to get that point across, because that is the box you need to check. You need to bring value, and that value needs to come with your expertise, your insights. You need to earn that meeting. And one of the ways that you earn that meeting is by differentiating. And I talked about this in the five forgotten fundamentals of prospecting. If you cannot differentiate, you cannot sell. And you need to bring new information. You need to bring a different angle. You need to bring a different point of view. You may need to bring a different product or a different solution altogether to your prospects in order to help you earn that meeting. Now, one of the first things I hear from salespeople, I heard it from people on my team when I was in the field. I heard it from clients now for the last seven years. Jeff, you don't understand. I mean, we're, how are we supposed to command a higher price? We're commoditized. Our, our, our customers see us as a commodity, is too similar to the way that our competitors sell, the, the products that our competitors sell. And to that, I say garbage. I say BS. I'm calling the BS card on this. Because here's the thing. You may sell things that are similar to your competitors. You may have things. You may even sell the exact product that your competitors sell. Maybe you're a manufacturer's rep and there's, you know, uh, uh, non-exclusivity in the distribution marketplace. It happens. It happens fairly regularly. But there is something about the way you sell. 
There is something that you bring to the table that nobody else does. That's why people buy from you instead of somebody else. And if we want to get, you know, literal about the definition of a commodity, commodities don't require salespeople. They're traded on the markets. Pork is a commodity. Wheat is a commodity. Gold is a commodity, right? So anybody who sells those things does so at a markup over the commodity price because there's something they bring to the table that nobody else does. So you want to know what that is? If you're confused, go to your best customers and ask them. I'll go back a couple of episodes to my conversation with Jeffrey Gittermer. He said that. He's like, you want to know why people buy from you? Go ask them. And then they'll give you the words, the language. They'll even probably give you video testimonials that you can use. Are you afraid to have those conversations? Oh, I digress. You want to learn more about that? Go back to that episode. It was a great one. But get it through your head right away. You do not sell a commodity. There is something you and your company bring to the table that nobody else does. That's why you exist. That's why they pay you. Figure that out and make that the basis of your conversation. Look, you know how to prospect. I know you know how to prospect, but something still gets in your way. As a matter of fact, I've identified eight reasons that you and your team are not creating more sales opportunities. I put them together as a white paper to serve as a companion of this season of the Rethink the Way You Sell podcast. Go to jeffbajorek.com forward slash eight reasons to download your copy and the self-assessment that is included in that white paper so you know where you can make maximal impact right away to improve your prospecting results. Now back to the show. Quick story here. I sold surgical implants into sports medicine surgeries. Really, I worked with hospitals and surgery centers and orthopedic surgeons. And I sold something that was literally the same raw materials as all my competitors. These were implants. And our biggest differentiator had to do with our sterilization process. I will bore you, I will spare you the boring details. I won't bore you with that. But basically, the biggest differentiator between my product and my competitors' products was we didn't use gamma irradiation in our sterilization process. We had proprietary treatment you know, uh, facilities and processes that, that separated us. That cost more. That really drove the price of our product up. So while I had a lot of initial customers who said, you're selling me the same thing at a markup. I can't afford to do that. This is a hospital. As soon as I made the conversation about something that made us different, that changed. So what did I do? Our biggest differentiator was gamma irradiation. What did I do? I went to orthopedic surgeons and I talked to them about gamma irradiation. I can can hear (laughs) your eyes rolling in the back of your head right now as I belabor this point. The point that I'm trying to make though is that that differentiator changed the eye level of my customers. It made them look at my product and my competitors' products from a different point of view. That point of view made a difference in their outcomes And so now what happened? I changed the conversation. They learned things that they didn't learn or weren't being taught by my competitors. They learned things that would improve their businesses. And now all of a sudden their motive to buy changed. If you can change someone's motive to buy, you can keep that customer for life because now you control the narrative. That's why outbound prospecting is so valuable. It's why it's so important. You can set the tone for the conversation. You can change that conversation and really make it something that benefits you. And now all of a sudden, their 
point of view, the, the one that your competitors are going to need to, to wrestle them off of, is strictly aligned with your value proposition. How powerful is that? So contrast that to, oh, we all kind of sell the same thing, and the only way we can compete is on price, and how are we supposed to get a premium? Yeah, I went into a commoditized market and sold at a 20% premium and ate my competitor's lunch. That can work for you, too, if you are willing to do the work to dig into what makes you different and what makes you objectively different and then start conversations about that. You will change the conversation. You will change the motive to buy. You will own that customer. And as long as you don't screw it up, you'll have them for life. So I said something just a second ago that I want to reiterate here. It has to be objectively different. Look, you want to start a conversation, not an argument. So talk about something that is worth talking about. Talk about something that you can even agree to disagree on. The point when you're trying to get these meetings is just to get a conversation about something that's going to be worth talking about. So bring up an objective differentiator. Doctor, have you ever thought about the impact that gamma radiation is having on your sports medicine implants? Most of them hadn't, but it was intriguing enough. And it was backed by research in the industry at that time that this was something their colleagues were talking about. So they should probably weigh in on it as well. That was a great way for me to get meetings. And a lot of those meetings ended up being successful. But if I would have gone in and said, hey, what you're doing is all wrong and it's a disservice to your patients, probably wouldn't have gotten that conversation. I'm not going to say that what I'm doing is better. What I'm going to say is what I'm doing is different and it might be something you would take a look at or you should take a look at. I've done this recently as well as I've done it in the past too. Duck or Mr. Prospect, Mrs. Prospect, can I get your objective opinion on this? I think we're on to something here. And I'd like to know where you weigh in. This is really a good way to get conversations. And again, I tell you, conversations lead to sales. Conversations lead to sales. The process doesn't take care of itself. You have to do it the right way. But there are so many improper, inappropriate, just ineffective approaches to getting those initial meetings. This is a way that is not salesy, that will teach you something. And as long as you learn something in a sales call, it's an effective sales call. It's a successful sales call. Are you having enough conversations with prospects and customers where you're learning something every day to make you better over those next few sales calls? That's the question for you. You got to think about that. But I believe that if you do not differentiate, if you cannot differentiate, you cannot sell. And that differentiation point, those differentiation points are the keys to getting those meetings. Now, I'm going to um, finish this topic here with something that I think needs to be called out, even though I think it's obvious, um, but it's, it's just not apparent to enough people. You are the biggest differentiator. The way you sell is more valuable sometimes than what you sell. So if you're really stuck, if you're thinking, man, I just, I really can't figure out anything meaningful in terms of how we differentiate from our competition. Well, the first place you need to look is in the mirror. I've talked about this earlier this season. I've talked about it at large. The more persistent you are, the more professionally persistent you are, you will outlast your competitors. If you continue to show up, if you continue to knock on the door, if you continue to make the phone ring, if you continue to put messages in their various inboxes with meaningful messaging, you're going to create enough tension to get those meetings. When you show up and when you 
change their eye level, when you demonstrate that you won't be weighted out, when you continue to ask really good questions, when you continue to ask questions that you don't intend to hear answers to right away, you're going to create the necessary tension to win those meetings. And in a couple of episodes here, I'm going to dig a little bit deeper. Actually, I'm going to dig a lot deeper into this concept of creating tension early in the sales process. That's something that great prospectors do. But you are the differentiator. And it doesn't have anything to do with your expense account. It doesn't have anything to do with sending direct mail with fabulous gifts and prizes in it. Look, that works, but you don't have to do that if that is not an option for you. It it wasn't for me. I couldn't bring gifts. I couldn't even buy food in a lot of uh, situations. So it can be done. But this concept of being someone worth talking to and having something worth talking about has a lot to do with bringing a differentiated point of view, bringing a differentiated selling approach, and establishing yourself as being very professional and someone who is worth listening to, someone who's got some information. I know something that you don't know, and you might be better off if you knew it. There's a lot of power there. So... I want to change your eye level. I want you to think about this bar to clear. Do you have something differentiated that is worth talking about? Are you starting those conversations? Are you putting yourself out there in that way? Or are you just falling into the same routine, the same rut, going through the same mediocre approach? If you cannot differentiate, you cannot sell. And if you're not thinking about it that way, you're probably not differentiating yourself. This is fun. I am really looking forward to digging in tactically over the next several episodes here. Um, I've never really gotten that tactical on a uh, podcast before. I've always just left a lot out there um, to be determined, right? You can't make it too specific. Otherwise, you know, people don't see themselves in the message. So I've left some, uh, some frameworks fairly vague. Over the next couple of episodes, I'm going to get detailed. I'm going to actually sketch some diagrams out. Um, so if you're checking this out on YouTube, it's it's worth either looking up the clips um, or, or going to YouTube to the channel and, and checking the show out there because I'm actually going to illustrate some of these approaches, why they work and how they work. So if you're taking some value away from this, hey, please tell somebody else about this. Having a lot of fun doing the show. I do really believe that this is my best work. And the more people I can help with it, the better that is for everybody. So until the next time, thank you for sharing your last 15 minutes or so with me. And I'll be back again real soon. Rethink the Way You Sell is a Pot About It production. It's mixed and edited by Doug Branson with music by Blue Dot Sessions and Doug Branson. This podcast is masterminded by Jeff Bajorek.